Good afternoon and welcome to this edition of the 21 News Podcast. In this edition, Lindsay McCoy speaks with Senator Rob Portman about the issues facing Ohio as we navigate through the coronavirus crisis. Their discussion, which was recorded earlier this week, includes whether or not there is enough personal protective equipment and what the federal government ought to be doing to support Ohio's hospitals and economy. Senator Rob Portman, thank you so much for coming uh, on this phone line for us to to join us for a little interview here. Uh, Real quickly, the latest on preparing hospitals for what medical officials warn will be the beginning of maybe a surge in cases this week. That's what you're hearing in the headlines. Do you know of any um, measures that are being taken across the country in terms of helping our local hospitals? Is there enough happening? In the latest legislation that Congress passed, there was $100 billion to go out to hospitals uh, just for this purpose to be sure that they were going to be ready. Some of that funding is getting to Ohio hospitals already. Frankly, we need three things at our hospitals. One, we need to be sure we have enough beds. Uh, and in some areas of Ohio, that's more of a problem than others. We've talked about reopening some hospitals as an example, um, if, if needed. Uh, and second, we need to be sure that they have the equipment they need, the personal protective gear, so that people on the front lines you know, have the masks and have the shields or have the um, gowns that they need to protect themselves and also have the, the ventilators that they are going to be needing for the most uh, severely impacted patients. And those ventilators are... You are about uh, the supplies making it to the hospitals here locally? I just talked to Sharon Reed well, today. They said they didn't get maybe only a few shipments, and that's way less than what they ordered. Um, I'm, I'm not really sure what the other hospitals want, but are you hearing about them getting all of the PPE they need? Is there still a, a big uh, gap in demand versus it being in their hands? There's still a gap uh, in what's needed, and it's sad, but... Some of our hospitals in Ohio actually ordered some uh, personal protective equipment, for instance, masks, only to find out that uh, not only weren't they going to get it, but a higher bidder had taken it away from them. Sometimes it's another country even, and uh, sometimes it's going to FEMA or to another uh, use here in the United States. So it's frustrating for some of our hospitals who are doing the right thing, you know, uh, making the, they made the orders early on. They knew they were going to need them. But we're trying to fill those gaps uh, as best we can. I was on the phone today with uh, the FDA trying to approve some new uh, technology to be able to, for instance, have more ventilators made in Ohio and provided in Ohio. We have a company in Ohio uh, called Battelle that is recycling masks. They can do, um, with one machine, 80,000 masks a day. They have two machines in Columbus. That will be very helpful to us. So, you know, we had a little glitch there with the FDA, too. We got that approved. So we're trying to keep the federal government uh, from getting in the way of providing as much personal protective gear as possible and also the necessary healthcare technology like the ventilators and, and respirators. So it's a, it's a battle. One thing we've got going for us in Ohio is we have a little more time because we've taken some of the right measures. I believe that what Governor DeWine has done is appropriate in saying let's social distance, uh, let's be sure we're not gathering where we shouldn't, uh, let's take these other steps now to wear masks when you're out in public, because that makes um, it more likely that we buy some time before we get to the worst part of this crisis. So that enables us to have some time to prepare. It also makes it less um, intense when it happens. You know, it, it, it makes it um, less 
in terms of ICU, uh, uh, less hospitalizations generally, and, and fewer people on ventilators um, because of the things that we are doing. So not only will we have a peak that happens a little later, but the peak won't be as steep. I'd love to talk to you down the road about, you know, maybe manufacturing some of the PPE in the U.S., but we really don't have time for all of that. I did want to talk to you, though, about, um, you know, just in terms of the national stockpile. Is there any more PPE left in the stockpile that the federal government has? You know, I'm just speaking on behalf of just one hospital who said they really didn't get much of what they asked for, and they're getting outbid, like you said, on, on when they do make orders. Is there anything left in our national supply? Um, the national stockpile uh, has um, PPE that comes in every day, and so they are they are getting it and, and distributing it. And you know, I think the 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 intent here is for it to go to the hotspots. Um, Ohio is not viewed as one of the hotspots yet, but to keep us from becoming a hotspot, uh, we need to have more testing. We need to have uh, more protective gear. We need to have ventilators. We need to be prepared so that we don't, we don't become a crisis state. And again, I, I, I think in some regions of Ohio, we're in pretty good shape in terms of the equipment and so on. Other parts of Ohio, we are not, and depends on the hospital system too. So I believe that which the areas state are not doing their in, Do you think the Mahoning Valley well, is in that area? I think the Mahoning Valley has got some, uh, based on the information we're getting, got some concern about uh, PPE at the hospitals, but. Um, you know, they're also doing a great job of, of reaching out and, and working with the state, working with FEMA. Uh, so one would hope by the time we get to that peak that, that we are able to handle it. The other thing I will say is that God bless those healthcare workers. You know, as you're expanding the number of beds um, for this potential surge, you're also asking more people to step up and, and do more. So it's not just that they're putting themselves at risk for all of us in terms of their health, but they're going to ask to do more. So, uh, you know, I know there's an issue right now in some of these states like New York where so many of the healthcare workers are not able to come to work because they're ill as well. So we've got to keep our healthcare workers healthy and thank them uh, because, uh, you know, they are going to be key to us getting through this. And I would hope that, you know, this summer uh, that we'll be able to get over this and get back to normal and get back to work, but only if we take the steps now to be prepared and to respond properly. Do you think FEMA is doing enough? Should the governors be pitted against each other in these orders and bidding on ventilators? I mean, where do you stand in the politics of all this, which was discussed on the Sunday shows yesterday? I'm sorry, which which issue, Lauren? Uh, in terms of, you know, like the ventilators, the PPE, should, the, should FEMA be doing more to manage these products and these items? Do you think the governors should be pitted against each other? to bid and, and then get outbid by one another or other countries. Uh, what point do you think maybe the federal government should take over ordering and just make sure that this is streamlined? Do you think that that should happen? Yeah. Lindsay, I think the federal government ought to be playing a, a role in coordinating all of this because it's very difficult for us to do it at the local level or at the state level. Um, there has to be a, a national uh, effort to figure out where the hotspots are and where the gaps are. Um, and not allow the price gouging and uh, other people to come in, including other countries, to come in and buy equipment that should be going to the United States. So I think this is, in the short term, something that FEMA, which is the federal government organizing entity, can do best. 
I think over the longer term, we've got to figure out how to make more of this stuff here. So why should we be reliant on other countries to provide the basic uh, needs like masks or, or even ventilators? We need to increase production here. I will say there are a number of companies in Ohio interested in making ventilators. Uh, in addition to General Motors and Ford, I've spoken, spoken to them as well. And I hope that some of those get approved. I talked to the FDA this morning about uh, they're considering one of our ventilator uh, models that some innovative Ohio companies trying to produce. So I also think we need to use the private sector interest in being helpful here. And by the way, this company is not trying to make any money on it. You know, they're, they're not asking for anything from the federal government other than just approval of the, uh, of the product so that it can be used and used safely and used appropriately. So I think those ought to be uh, something that we should be prioritizing, too, is doing the right testing and approval process, but expediting it and helping the private sector uh, be able to help on this crisis. Yeah, I saw on your Twitter you explained that you want to stop the spread, and the key to doing that is testing. Where and when do you think that will ramp up in terms of getting more tests for folks? We have well, some first responders uh, getting those today. Yeah, thank goodness it's finally starting to ramp up. I just think we were late to testing, uh, Lindsay, and I know nobody knew it would be this bad. Um, and so, you know, it's easy to point fingers, but the fact is here we are. So let's get the testing moving. And there's a new test that has come out. It's called a serological test. And the serological test decides whether you have the antibody or not, which is awesome. If we could get that test going, that would be helpful too. As an example, if you've had coronavirus and, and you've gotten over it, you're a frontline worker at a hospital, wouldn't it be great to know you have the immunity? And for that matter, uh, our EMS personnel, uh, police officers, others. So it's a quick test. It's an inexpensive test. And I'm trying to get that test to Ohio as well. What's the name of the company that wants to make the ventilator in Ohio? Um, there are actually four of them looking at it. Um, but I'm not going to name the names because they're still in the okay. process of trying to get something through FDA. The two that are doing it uh, that have Ohio facilities um, that they might use is General Motors and Ford. I don't know if they're going to end up using any of their facilities here in Ohio. They've thought about it, but they are they are making them instead of making cars. Um, you know, we, we have talked about the Lordstown plant, uh, as you know. That's no longer owned by General Motors, but the company that bought it um, has expressed their willingness to try to be helpful, too. I don't think that's going to work out in this case because uh, I think Ford and General Motors have already taken on that uh, that project, but uh, you know everybody who I talk to wants to help in some way or another. And some people are you know making calls from home, making masks at home, uh, uh, shopping for a senior citizen in their community. Some some people are are giving blood if they're healthy, and and you can you can I did that. I did it in a safe way. Um, so there's opportunities for all of us to help, and and I just hope that we can coordinate the efforts that are at the federal level. Well, I really appreciate your time, Senator Rob Portman. I, I'm so thankful that you were able to come on here and just give us at least the latest information that you have. Of course. Which is changing rapidly, but thank you so much for giving me insight as to what you're working yeah. on, too. Well, thank you. Hey, I Lindsay, thank you. Off. Thank you for what you're doing, Lindsay. Thanks for getting the word out to people, you know, letting them know, sure you know, what's happening in terms of testing, where they can get tested. Uh, they need to call their doctor. Uh, if they don't have a doctor, call the, the county public health department yeah. and uh, try to, you know, get a, get a test if you feel sick. And, and my hope is that testing will become much more 
accessible so that we can do what countries like South Korea can, did, which is they tested enough people and then traced the contacts that person had had that they were able to get control of this thing more quickly. Oh, yeah. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate your time. Yes, that was definitely an interesting facet of this. I saw a, a video from one of the doctors over in uh, South Korea, and it was very it was different than what we were doing. It was super organized. So, I think, yeah, uh, drive through, drive, drive through. Testing is free. Drive through. You know, just yeah. make it as easy as possible. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Good luck to you. Thank you, Lindsay. Take care. Good luck All to right, you. Be, be safe.